play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 181. Getting ever so closer to episode 200, which is really closer to like episode 300 for the program. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll get to 200 in just under six months, pretty much. Right. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Looking forward to episode 200 and everything between here and there, including 181, where we're going to play some more thematic music because we are in that month, fun month of Halloween and horror and Halloween themed things. And we got a bunch of that music in store for you on this episode, uh, including a bunch of new stuff that fits that category as well. And speaking of new stuff, the new stuff that has come out recently, uh, we'll go back to October 6th, Cap Gun Heroes released Wanna Go Single, Machnario released Rodovio 77, uh, that came out on October 7th, and then Get Dead released Dancing with the Curse on the 9th, The Reapers with Kill Em All on the 9th, Still Defiant self-titled on the 9th, that Reapers and Still Defiant are both out on Rebellion Records, The Inevitables released The Weight of the Worry single on the 9th, All the Rage, self-titled All the Rage on the 9th, Brace Yourself was Seized Up. Also on the 9th, DFMK, self-titled DFMK on Rad Girlfriend Records on the 9th. Baton Army released Au Bord du Gouffre. And Abuse released Process of Stupidity, both of those on Primator Crew out of France. On the 11th, uh, Speed Plans released Field of Vision. On the 12th, Face Command with Chingadera EP. Rebuilder released the Burning the Bridges of Hillsborough County single, which is a fundraiser for Jeff Poot from Witches with Dicks. So get out there, check that out. It's five bucks for a track. It's actually a cool track. They covered a track of another band. Uh, all the money is going to Jeff. Uh, on the 13th, Direct Hit released Have You Seen It demo, and that is a plan for 2021 release. Direct Hit has a bunch of new recordings each coming out correlating with 12 specific chapters of a book that they're putting together. Pretty cool and interesting project. And if you like Direct Hit, you'll like that track. Check it out for sure. And be on the lookout for the all the tracks that go along with 12 chapters. Mad Caddies this Friday on the 16th are putting out House of Fire EP. Mob Mentality Split with the Warriors comes out on the 16th. That's on Lake Town Records. Matriarchs with the Year of the Rat on the 16th. On the 23rd, all the rest of these will be on the 23rd. Millie Manders and the Shut Up with Telling Truths, Breaking Ties. Strange Light is putting out Adult Themes. The Bouncing Souls are putting out Volume 2. Chamber is putting out Cost of Sacrifice. The Line is putting out Sour to Punker. That is an EP. Stolen Wheelchairs is putting out The America. Stolz Schnack is putting out Life, Death, and Everything in Between on TNS Records. P-U-P, Pup. This, is, this place sucks ass. That's the name of the EP. I don't know why it's a tongue twister for me. Simple, but for some reason I'm trying to mispronounce the words. And finally on the 23rd, the janitors are putting out Backstreet Ditties. 
That will be on Rebellion Records as well. Eric, what are you looking forward to on that release list? Pretty big one. Yeah, it is a pretty big one. So I guess it's safe to say quite a bit. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, right off the bat, I'm excited from our uh, our boys from Canada, both direct hit and pop. You know, I love what pop is doing. They seem to be uh, changing ever so slightly with every album. And the last one just had a lot of uh, alternative jazzy feel to it. So I'm excited to see where this one's coming. Awesome. Also, I have an immense amount of respect for direct hit and this... Uh, this uh, theme that they're going with, I'm like uh, doing singles where it's a chapter in a book. Right? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's an interesting take on there. I don't believe I know any band off the top of my head that is has done or is doing that. So It is I unique nonetheless. Even if there's some other genre of music that has done something similar to that, it's just something so rare. Right now, uh, you know, all these other bands, not to downplay the great stuff that they're all putting out, cool music, LPs, EPs, especially when a lot of this was probably recorded or at least mixed during a global pandemic where a lot of people can't or couldn't get, you know, into the same room with each other. So yeah. all of that's great. But to go on top of that, I think that's a, a, coo a cool undertaking there to create the, a bunch of tracks, 12, to go with chapters in a book and oh, to write yeah. the book on top of that. That's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Also, on top of that, I'm excited for that uh, Mob Mentality split. Yeah. Two great bands there. Yeah. That'll Got my pre-order in as soon as it gets in their hands. I expect that is going to ship out, and I'll get my copy. Looking forward to that one. Yep. And also the new Bouncing Souls album. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah, I read that this was like a... Uh, it was basically a compilation album, but they're re-recording uh, some of their songs that they felt could be uh, could be given a second chance or breathing new life into them. Oh, cool! And and yeah, they didn't specify how they were going to do it because I mean, multitude of songs. You know, who knows what their what their take is going to be? Maybe some of them will be acoustic. Maybe some acoustics will be electric. Who the fuck knows? So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna well find. I can't wait to find out. Right. Next Friday. Not this Friday, but next Friday. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah, indeed I will. There's a lot of great stuff. You know, the Mad Caddy's coming out Friday. Definitely want to check that out. It's over on Fat Records. And uh, next Friday again, Millie Manders and the Shut Up. Uh, I've really been enjoying the stuff they've been putting out as well. Uh, both releases on Primator Crew from last week uh, were great. Picked them both up uh, off the Bandcamp page. Uh, looking forward to all three Rebellion Records releases on this list. Uh, the Reapers, Still Defiant, and The Janitors. Unfortunately, a lot of those will get released first on LP, and then that's you know released over in the Netherlands or Europe. And so it would take five, six, seven weeks to get shipped over here if you go that route. And then digital, typically when they're released on Rebellion, comes out sometime uh, a bit after, not normally on the release date. So going to have to stand by on those. But that Macnario, I've already heard it. It's good. The, it was a single. Uh, Capgun Heroes picked that one up as well. That one's cool. They, they have, I think we played them on the show not too long ago, and they definitely have that teenage bottle rocket sound to them. And so <laughs> if you didn't catch that episode and are not familiar with Capgun Heroes, check them out. They're out of Chicago. You got some Midwest sounding like some mountain west or whatever wyoming is <laughs> yeah 
good stuff. We played the line not too long ago, and I'll be playing a single off there. Not a single, but uh, Hawkeye from that Sour to Punker EP before too long. I like that, and I really like Stolen Wheelchairs, so really pumped to get to hear that one when that comes out. So a lot of cool stuff coming out in October just on that list, and that's not counting the first few releases of October, and there's shaping up to be quite a few releases on the 30th and 31st as well. That's awesome. Eric, we talked a lot about new music. Let's play some new music. You're up first. What did you pick? Oh, yes. Well, I picked a band that we uh, we did play on here recently. They're a local band. Uh, let's see. Kind of collided between the uh, kind of a blackened death metal sort of thing, but also a lot of crust is thrown in there as well. And this is the band called Heretic Temple. And Heretic Temple, I've been I've been watching eh, somewhat closely. It's also it's also the fact that their uh, singer is a member of the current punk band I am in, Cry Wolf, <laughs> and of which he is also the singer, awesome. kind of a riff writer too. It's all a it's all a collaboration in that band. But anyway, before I get too <laughs> before I get too far ahead. And start talking about another band. I want to keep talking about this band. Heretic Temple is, yeah, it's just one of those bands that likes to likes to blur the line between between punk and hardcore, and also shades of metal. And with this one, it happens to be, let's see, a band that's a, a band, a genre that's existed closely with uh, crust punk. You listen to crust punk, and a lot of it has a uh, some Black Sabbath riffage, maybe some uh, Discharge mixed in with uh, Norwegian black metal or something like that. But these guys also got a bit of a death metal approach. But on top of that, they are occultish as, well, as hell, pretty much. <laughs> they got a, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of gothic and grim imagery coming through with their, uh, coming through with their lyrics and the way they present themselves. A lot of, uh, a lot of satanic ritual themes, stuff like that, and and yeah, whether you're a fan of that stuff or not, we are in the middle of October. So, how many uh, <laughs> how many Halloween movies or horror movies deal with uh, deal with things of possession of or relating to hell? Right, possessed by a demon, so to speak. So, so yeah, that's where I'm going with this one. I. Did not look into the lyrics of this song, so I don't know what it's about, but this song is a new single, came out last month on the 25th, and it is called Sepsis. It's on their Bandcamp page, and I think, uh, you know, go verify it, everybody. You can go check out the Bandcamp page and pick up the single, but I believe it has the lyrics on the Bandcamp page. So go check it out. It's worth checking out. Heretic Temple and Sepsis.
That's sepsis. Yep. So, yes, at the start of the song, before we, yeah, before we started, I admitted that I didn't know the lyrics. Well, I went on their Bandcamp page, and they had the lyrics available. And pretty much, this is a, it's a song depicting religious freedom. In a way, in pure black metal ways, the, I mean, the chorus goes, the, the truth will be written, we will burn your temples, and the weak will be exposed, we will burn you down. <laughs> so yes, it is exercising uh, the fact that we have uh, freedom of thought and freedom to worship whatever we want, and the forcing, uh, forcing your certain ideology on it is unethical, but they have to do it in a true black metal stance, and and as if you force your ideology or your religion on us, we will come back and burn it down. <laughs> so, as if to say, yeah, hey, don't waste your time with us. Nice. <laughs> you tried to save us before. We're not going to be saved. That's awesome. Or we, we found our own savior. <laughs> well, that's cool. We're going to go from Salt Lake City with Heretic Temple, and we're going to jump all the way over to Germany for Mad Sin. You a, fr uh, a fan of Mad Sin? They've been around since 1987. I've heard them before, but uh, I did not know they dated all the way back to 1987. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've listened to Mad Sin not for a while, and ultimately not enough to label myself as a fan. Okay. So yeah, basically, I like their music, and I like the. I had no idea that they have been around this long. So, so yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to getting reintroduced to Madsen and, of course, see how they're doing with their new stuff. Right. What better way to do it? Jump into a new album. On September 11th yeah. of this year, so just over a month ago, they put out Unbreakable. Again, like I said, they are from Germany. And I think these all these new tracks uh, are, are pretty thematic you know, horror punk bands and, and so forth. And I think they have that that sound. And so we're going to jump into uh, a, a track that I think was awesome. I, I listened to the album, trying to pick as thematic of a holiday song from that album as possible because I know they kind of have that, that horror punk sound to them. So let's jump into a track from Madsen off of Unbreakable. It is called Hallucinate. How far is too far? How far is too far? It's too far to go. Just too much if you lose your mind, lost it in a time. Lost and I can trust my mind 
singer Kefty. I think he's got a great voice for horror punk. What'd you think of that? Well, I gotta say that what they're utilizing with like the uh, guitars and that little uh, I don't even know what instrument, but that little squeaky thing that was uh, <laughs> carrying out the end. Right? Yeah, it, it incited a lot of like uh, a lot of things that I heard on soundtracks of horror movies, uh, particularly that opening uh, guitar riff that carries out throughout the song, it reminded me of like a. It reminded me of the opening theme to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> right, did yeah. kind of have that sound. It had a familiar sound to it. I think that instrument is a theremin, that the, yeah. that kind of gives that 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 sound. That's right. The name was escaping me. Yeah, a theremin. <laughs> Well, I thought it was cool. I think that uh, they did a great job, great time of year for the release, September 11th. Uh, something a, even a little bit more. So they've been a band 33 years. The band that we're going to play next, also new, they put out at August 15th of this year. So it's been almost two full months, uh, is The Moors. And they started as a band in 2008. So not quite 33 years, only 12 years for them. But they've been a band for a while. They do horror punk down in Uruguay, Montevideo, Uruguay. Played them on an episode of Punkanoi Worldwide where I played a bunch of bands from Uruguay and Brazil on that episode, including uh, an older track because I put that episode out right around the time this album came out and I was going to save it for this show. So we're going to play a track off of it. They named that album 2020 that came out on August 15th of 2020. I think there was five. There might have been six tracks on there. I forget. But what we're going to listen to is a track called Infected. So here's some more new horror punk to go with this great episode already. You know, uh, we, we still have more to come. So here it is, The Moors with Infected. Infected. 
on there yeah <laughs> yeah but i love that it was high energy it was Great. good stuff that's some horror punk coming out of uruguay uh that is going to wrap up our new tracks and kind of lead us into uh inadvertently or unintentionally anyway into our older lesser known tracks into your track which is also a band from south america but in uh hingo chile maybe what do you think yeah yeah that's where the that's where they are from. They are from the southernmost tip of South America. Awesome. Neighbors to Antarctica, I say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the funny thing about this uh, this band who has a very uh, very specific name, it's uh, Ninja Mutantes Adolescentes, <laughs> which is basically the Spanish way of saying uh uh. Teenage Mutant Ninjas, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> or Ninja Mutant Teens. I don't know. I, I don't know which way that that sentence goes. But uh, they are just one turtle away from being, uh, from being a hit 80s TV show. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I discovered this band because uh, you, you guys may remember. I was, uh, uh, we played a song from a band uh, from Japan called Lie, who did the song oh, legalize it yes and and yeah in my in my search i was trying to look up a, a digital copy of the song so we could put it on the show and one didn't exist but i did come across a cover song and these are the guys who covered that song <clears throat> for their ep uh bakuhatsu emotion demo <laughs> right Yep, it's a demo EP that came out uh, just last year, last September 4th. 
And so, yeah, in a search for one certain song, I was like, okay, well, let's see how these guys sound. And they sound fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, yeah, they got a few, just a few EPs out, including this one. They have a, they have their own demo that is out, which is, uh, what was it called? Yeah, No Te Rindas, which came out in 2017, and they did release one earlier this year, which I wanted to showcase as a new track, but it came out at the beginning of this year, right in January. It's so. still newish. I mean, I don't know what the cutoff is. It, that's a, maybe a state of mind, but it's, yeah. my, it's in the current personal, year. Yeah, it's in the current year, but my personal cutoff date for stuff that is uh, considered new, I like to not go over six months. Fair enough. Yeah, but, you know, I will showcase this, uh, their newer one, Emotion Explosiva, and, I don't know, maybe it'll come out on an older, lesser known, but, I don't know, will it be that old? Will it be that lesser known anymore? I don't know, we'll have to wait and see. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, for now, from their, uh, from their demo, uh, Bakuhatsu Emotion demo, I chose the song, I Don't Think So. Because it's the only song that I came across where they have at least partial English lyrics mixed in with their uh, mixed in with Spanish. Okay. Yeah, and I remember we were talking about uh, me and Dustin. I remember we were talking about how it's cool when bands who are bilingual they kind of wield wield both their languages in one song or through an entire EP. Right. They like to showcase that, and yeah, that's pretty much the main reason why I showed this song even if it is just a repeated line which is I don't think so and the rest of the song in Spanish I still think it's cool I like how they make uh, two languages fit together right that's awesome yep yep and it is one of the simple punk rock songs just rejecting the authority saying let me be myself you know you tell me what to do I don't think so <laughs> that's basically that's basically what it's at so yeah here we go with uh, Ninja Mutantes Adolescentes. <laughs> Takes longer to uh, pronounce the name, at least for me, right. than to listen to the song. Me too. So, yeah, it's a short song. It's a short one, but it's good. All right, here goes. I don't think so. <laughs>
right. It's a short one. <laughs> in old school punk rock fashion. I mean, the longest song they have on there is their uh, is their title track, which is just over two and a half minutes, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe just over three minutes. I can't remember. But it is longer, and it's the longest one on there, which goes to show how the rest of their EP plays out. Well, you and I both picked uh, two bands uh, for our older, lesser known that put out short tracks. That was a minute 29, the track I picked, so going to be... 134, and off their demo 2019, I think they have maybe six tracks on there, something like that, and all of them are under two minutes as well, so regardless of what I would have picked, it would have been under two minutes, <laughs> but I think we're both making up for it in our metal picks, because they're both over five minutes, yours being over six minutes, but when we get there, we'll yeah. discuss that. Here, the older, older lesser-known track we are going to play on this episode is a straight-edge band out of San Diego. The band is Headcount. Like I said, they put out Demo 2019, and they put it out on September 9th of 2019, and they are on st uh, Safe Inside Records, so you can go look that up on Bandcamp and look up this uh, album here. Demo 2019, again, the band is Headcount out of San Diego. Let's listen to At What Cost, cool EP, definitely get out there and check it out, check out the band. Here we go. song is a great time in the episode to put some hardcore some straight edge hardcore but right in the middle right right when you need that energy it's like boom let's throw something in there and that is it right there head count at what cost are you a fan of head count have you heard of head count i've heard of head count but i don't think i ever really uh surrounded myself in their music but okay now that i've heard at least at least one song and i know it's them it's good. <laughs> I like it. It's good yeah. stuff. Old. It's got that old school hardcore side up on there. I think so. Yeah, that's good. I hope uh, once people start touring again, that'd be awesome. If Headcount makes their way, we get a lot of California bands coming through uh, Salt Lake here, so that'd be awesome. If Headcount did the same. Yeah. 
uh, any band coming through would just be awesome, yeah. pretty much. At this point, I, like I say on last episode, there is a lot more places. Shows are starting to pop up. People are, are playing here in, in our country. Very few here in our state so far, but uh, in the U.S. and then for sure outside the U.S., shows are popping up, bands are playing. So if you live in any of those areas or close to them, get out and see a show Eric, let's do our holiday section here, our Halloween holiday section. What did you pick? Well, I picked a band, kind of a kind of on the aesthetic. They're a band called Funeral Dress. Good band. Oh yeah, they are a good band. They've been around for yeah, for quite some time. Thirty five uh, years, most yeah. of my life, <laughs> more than your life. <laughs> yep. Definitely more than mine. They got about ten years on me. Right. <laughs> But yeah, they have a, but yeah, they got that old school uh, street punk sound that kind of incited the whole pogo punk movement as we know it. Right. Just uh, Yeah, just songs that have a lot of, uh, you don't know whether to mosh, you don't know whether to run, so you just jump up and down. Yes. <laughs> yep. And it works. It works. This is a, yeah, this is definitely a band that makes you want to jump around and just be, and just be frantic the whole time. Yeah, and I've actually dude. seen people bring pogo sticks at these types of shows. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And some of them like to try and go around in a circle on that pogo pit. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring it a yeah, bring it geriatrics to punk shows. We'll say right? that. <laughs> yes, but. safe way to well, maybe not such a safe way to do it. <laughs> Is there ever a safe way to throw yourself in a pit? I've Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, be that as it may, funeral dress, they've been, yeah, from 1985, they had come roaring out of Belgium and have been, they have been pretty well established in the, in the underground scene amongst street punks and also, uh, and also like the, uh, uh, the gutter punks and also skate punks pretty much. Right. They just seem to have had like an appeal to, uh, to so many people. And, like I was saying about the uh, Pogo aesthetic, they have an album called Sing Along Pogo Punk. Great name. Yep, great name. <laughs> so that's just to that's just to verify they are one of the establishers of this type of music. But there is one song that I, uh, that stood out to me in my listening, and that was Almost Dead. And I figure, what what could be more holiday themed? This is us celebrating the. Uh, the death of the year pretty much this is the it's the funeral of spring and in fall when halloween comes around yeah it's pretty much almost dead right, right. there spring Absolutely. is almost dead and uh yeah then we go through the abysmal the abysmal season of winter and that and that's like the grievance period <laughs> And then we rebirth in the spring, you know how it goes. But yep. yeah, that's why I chose. Yeah, that's why I chose this song. I couldn't really, uh, I couldn't really capture the capture the lyrics. So whether it's a Halloween song or not, I really it really doesn't matter. We watch a lot of horror movies on Halloween that don't have to do with the season itself. It just has to do with the uh, the fear and just like these inner these inner things that we have in our body and why we don't want to. The things that we don't want to think about, and oftentimes we pretend don't exist. Right. So, so yeah, this is one of 
He can he can basically say almost dead. Yeah, this is someone who is a living dead person. Excellent. Not well, alive, not dead, just almost. <laughs> well, here it is. Here's almost dead funeral dress. I am the Reaper. I'm gonna kill you, little girl. It's thematic. Right? It's good stuff. It is. You're almost dead, baby. Exactly. A lot of good thematic tracks on this episode, I think. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> as we as we said, the more the deeper we get into Halloween, the more we kind of come across songs that relate to it. Absolutely. Well, yeah. the name of your great cover to cover album, let's jump into that. Let's segue there is a thematic name that goes along with what we're doing. Oh, yes, it is. This is a, yeah, this album is one I've been kind of, uh, kind of waiting for the right moment to, uh, to play. And I figure, well, you know what? We're at the halfway point. We're 15, no, we're 16, 17, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do math. 17 days away from uh, Halloween. It's probably a good time to play it. This is a band called Disembodied. And yeah, I discovered this band and when I first heard them, I had no idea how to how to classify them. I was like, this sounds like it could be hardcore. This sounds like it could be metal as well. And I know I talk a lot about bands that blur the line, but this one, at least in their time, which was, you know, the mid to late 90s, 
they uh, they morphed those genres in such a way where you just couldn't classify it. I have their records in, uh, let's see, on my shelf, and I like to genreize my records. I got my punk metal, my punk records, and my metal records, and they are constantly switching between the two. We'll put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, it's just one of those, it's like too hardcore to be metal, too metal to be hardcore, not in the same way that Hatebreed did it, not in the same way that Snapcase did it or Earth Crisis or anything. These guys have a very unique sound to them. And they're one of those bands that in that kind of popularized the, we call them alarm clock chords. You think of an alarm clock, that's the sound that they make in, uh, <laughs> in between these manic riffs. But <laughs> so yeah. It's debatable whether or not they are a hardcore band, but the fact that they have a lot of influence from hardcore just as well as uh, metal, kind of like the same way I I spoke about Heretic Temple earlier. Right. You know, it's a band that has blurred the line, and these were among those bands that were, you know, the, in that time, you know, the 90s, were like laying down the groundwork for what would become metalcore as we know it to this day. And that people are still laying down such a such fabric into the next generation but but yeah disembodied they are they are wildly underrated when talking on the grand scope they're a hardcore favorite a lot of hardcore kids love them and including myself and most say that it's because of their uh subsequent eps however this uh their full-length album their first full-length anyway the one that's called diablerie is the one that got is the one that got me hooked. After a few listens and getting more settled in with their sound, I realized how kind of ingenious this album was. And yeah, just trying to pick a song, I chose my personal favorite, which is the first one, and then another one, which was at at punk speed and at punk late, just like a minute and a half long. Right. <laughs> and it's just that thing where you think they're gonna be building up into like a into like some crazy beat down riff but nope they go into a straight like tremolo picking just kind of like death metal but then the drumming just kind of makes it just sound like a hardcore song so it's just this blend of different worlds at least at least what i've seen with my uh, musically attained ears but we'll get to that one after after the first track which is forget Die, 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 die
There's your first one. Yep. Another thing that I like about these uh, uh, these bands that relate to uh, hardcore are those uh, sing-along moments. You know, just uh, repeating one, maybe two words that incite like that that hardcore pileup where everyone just jumps up to the stage to get a mic grab, pretty much. And you definitely get that in quite a few of their songs. There's another song they have on another EP that does that. Just totally drowns itself in that. <laughs> but yeah, as far as the aesthetic of uh, this being like holiday music, it does have a, yeah, like I said about inner turmoil and how it's uh, one of the biggest horrors that we live live with sometimes year round and many, many people. It's something that, uh, it's something that is used, especially if you think on the psychological aspect of uh of horror and uh, and of course even Halloween, it's one where we celebrate those inner fears. And this embodies a band that has an entire an entire catalog that celebrates it. <laughs> yep. This next one that I chose called uh, Deity is definitely more yeah definitely more related to the uh, to like occultish imagery and whatnot and. Uh, you know, there's a lot of blood, there's a lot of sacrificial elements in there, and they even have a lyric in there that says, nothing can save me from your vampiric love. <laughs> so yeah, just to use that, I mean, just to use that as a reference to vampire, I mean, it just kind of puts certain imagery in your head, and right. imagery's enough for me. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what, yeah. the, that's what the holiday's about, too. Imagery. Look what people got up in their yards and those those kind of things. Oh yeah, man. I got a. I just got a bunch of uh, fake spider webs outside my window. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, the wind keeps blowing it away. Damn wind. Shit. <laughs> well, anyway, like I said, this is gonna be a. This is a shorter song that has those mix of elements that just kind of build on top of each other. See if you can point out what I am talking about. This is Deity from Disembodied. Let's bang our heads and shit. I remember it completely. And yet I can't recall any sunrise before it. I watched the whole magnificence of the dawn for the last time as if it 
then I said farewell to sunlight and set out to become what I became. just gets uh, really fast got that death metal rip and you expect to just be a parade of double bass and uh, just popping the snare well the snare is popping but it's popping in between the little uh, the bass drum so it's like and it's just it's just little things like that I'm like okay that's a death metal rip over a hardcore rip because that beat is played a lot in hardcore music so yeah that that's my defense in that this band is one of those strictly down the middle, doesn't lean either way. It is like perfectly balanced on a fence. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I fail to see how they lean, uh, to see them leaning one way or another. They are their own jo- genre as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, good stuff. That was a good cover cover album. Diablerie. Is that what, that's what it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it was, Diablerie, their debut album that Good. came out in, when, when did it come out, 99? Uh, I think it was, I think it, uh, was it? yep, 99, yep, you got it. Yeah, there we go. I get confused with uh, with dates, especially with a band that has multiple releases, but <laughs> what else is new, right? <laughs> well, one I picked, newer, but not too much. So the one you picked is 21 years old. The one I picked here is coming up on 14 years old. The band is The Rabble. And if you're not familiar with them, they're from Auckland, New Zealand. Played them before on the show. Did an interview with Chaz, who was in that band. It's been three years. He was one of the very first interviews that we did here on SLC Punkcast. And he's done a lot of solo stuff. And he still plays... uh, not with the rabble. The rabble doesn't create music that'll play anymore. Maybe at some point in the future, we'll see. You never know. But uh, he also plays in a band, Flirting with Disaster, but also from that band, Roop Rabble. Roop is starting a new project. I don't believe the music's anything's been released just yet, but get on the lookout for it. You know, I've played Chaz's solo stuff. I've played the rabble before, and. I have played Flirting with Disaster, the other stuff that Chaz does on this show and Punkanoi Worldwide for all of them. But be on the lookout for Mad Tragic 
That's something that Roop is started. He started and be on the lookout. It's going to be coming out soon. You can go over to Instagram at Mad Tragic Official to follow and keep up with uh, Roop's new band. But on this uh, episode, we're going to play a great cover-to-cover album. I've played stuff from some of their other releases, and I tried to pick one because I really like all the stuff that The Rabble has done. And so I tried to pick one that I didn't play uh, tracks from, and that is This Is Our Lives. Uh, I believe it was an EP, seven, eight tracks, something like that. And Old Friends, that's the first track they're going to listen to. Uh, like I said, I've played tracks from this band, Punkano Worldwide, and... Uh, throughout the years on this program as well. So pick some tracks we haven't played before on a release that we haven't played from before. And let's get into the first one. This is Old Friends from The Rabble. Just 
first one of two, Old Friends. I like that track. I like, uh, you know, they've been a band a little bit at this point, obviously. And giving credit and naming names of bands they've played with, uh, you know, Old Friends. You, yeah. You fan of the Rabble? Uh, again, can't really say that I have listened to enough to be a fan. In fact, this is probably the first time I'm listening to the Rabble since... Yeah, I don't know, the last decade. <laughs> but yeah, I did listen to quite a bit of the rabble you know, way back when, but it was, and the one that stuck out to me, which I assume was one of their big singles, was Friday Night. Yep. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a song I discovered through uh, the magic of YouTube and music videos. Right. Yep. Rabble definitely had some, some cool music videos out there, and I think that is the way I discovered them, too, was through YouTube recommendations. You know, you watch stuff you like. That's what I would recommend to people. Uh, I don't do that as much anymore, but, you know, uh, 10 years ago did that and discovered a lot of great bands. You know, go listen to uh, – look up bands that you like, find actual music videos, check them out, see the other art that goes along with the track, and then – Look at those recommendations that are coming out and discover some other great new bands. It's a good way yep. to do it. Well, that's how I discovered the Rabble. Sounds like that's how you discovered the Rabble. Let's get into another one. I believe this was one of the first tracks I had ever heard from the Rabble. And it, again, is off of This Is Our Lives. Uh, the Coast song is the track. So let's get into it. Again, make sure you go check out all those other bands, uh, Chaz Valentine, Solo Stuff, Flirting with Disaster, and Roop's new project, Be on the Lookout for it, Mad Tragic. Here it is. Here's the Coast song. It is The Rabble.
I agree. Rabble does a great job. They have uh, quite a few other tracks that fit that description. So I recommend people getting out there and checking out this band if you haven't. And if you have, you already know they're a good band. That's a good release. Plus, they got quite a few other ones. So if you're a fan of that, go check out those bands, Flirting with Disaster, Mad Tragic, and uh, Chaz's solo stuff. Yeah. We'll be... I doubt you'll be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, the band doesn't live on as the rabble, but the band lives on through those other bands. So check them out. Eric, let's wrap this show up with some metal. Uh, what yeah. do you got? Well, this is probably my most fresh pick in the fact that I had just discovered this band yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a band called uh, Dizma from uh, Clifton in New Jersey. And they, they've been a band for... Uh, quite some time they've been a band since uh, 2005 and they're one of those bands that my uh, that my friend introduced me to she's been going down the rabbit hole of like a lot of a uh, doomy bands whether they're uh, whether they're more on the black sabbath side whether they're more on the uh, melodic power metal side or whether they're more on like the uh, deathy primitive man side this is one of those bands this is a band that has a lot of uh, death metal guttural growls and whatnot uh, but she sent me one song, which is the song I chose today. Uh, excuse me. Uh, becoming a <laughs> becoming short short of breath here. But anyway, the it's for all the, the excitement. Cho- <laughs> yeah, it really is. The song is called "Lost in the Burial Fog," and yeah, it just gives off that Lord of the Rings vibe. Even the even the album cover itself. Which it uh, that it came from towards the megalith. It looks like the it looks like the gates of Mordor, pretty much in Lord of the Rings. Awesome. Yeah, the one where all those uh, one where all the army comes riding out on horses, pretty much. Yeah, it looks it looks like that. So you can tell these guys have a bit of a theme going, and like uh, otherworldly or Middle Earthy or just. Uh, and of course, they appear to be on the uh, darker side of things. But anyway, it's still some good music. It's slow, sluggish, and doomy, but it's got a lot of uh, 
got a lot of growls, got a lot of uh, got a lot of spooky riffs in there, kind of in the same vein as Obituary. How they uh, don't really rely on the uh, the pummeling snare and double bass. They like to let the riffs kind of draw out and just let the brutality speak for itself in that sense. So that's the band that I relate uh, Dizma to the most. Okay. And yeah, that and Primitive Man, just because of the, mostly just because of the tone, pretty much. Awesome. But yeah, anyway, it's a, it's a six minute track. So count your blessings because this is going to be brutal. Well, let's get after it. Lost in the Burial Fog from Dizma.
was definitely doomy. Yeah, definitely was. So I feel like I need to uh, give a disclaimer on this band in in that I was looking up their lyrics on Encyclopedia Metallum, and then I came across some... uh, uh, some pretty morbid shit about this band. Their vocalist, uh, who thankfully is no longer with them, uh, apparently has a lot of far-right views pertaining to Nazism. Oh. Yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty great. But I did eventually find the lyrics to this song. It is exactly as I envisioned. You know, no, just a lot of... Uh, fantastical elements and you know that kind of nerdy dungeons and dragons stuff but but yeah i found i came across this interview where Dismo was kicked off of uh the death fest because they had discovered uh the vocalist uh what's his name craig pillard and this interview that he did where he's like uh where he's basically saying oh the germans were be were under the pressure in world war ii and then starts uh, talking about these uh, Jewish conspiracies and all this crazy shit. And it was like, I feel my stomach turning. <laughs> well, yeah, while well, listening to him sing. Right. As far as I know, he's not in the band anymore, but he is doing. But he is doing more stuff. And just to let you know, if you ever come across a band called Sturm Führer, they are uh, they are a Nazi band. I found a copy of their CD on uh, Google Images, and it's entirely in red. The uh, picture on the front is a Holocaust victim post uh, post oven, and the CD is has the swastika on it. Oh, that's so, so yeah, tread tread lightly with this band. Um, uh, it's information to me. <laughs> That sucks. Well, it's glad I'm glad you looked it up. Glad you put it out there. Glad we didn't just try to pass that off as something that uh, we we probably agreed with. Yeah. So we yeah we've said many times we don't agree with the uh, with Nazism. Yeah, uh, we definitely don't. And, you <laughs> know, I, I think on previous episodes I've said that sometimes we play things that we don't necessarily agree with, but uh, uh, politically. But this is not specifically <laughs> what we had in mind. You know, this is yeah. <laughs> this is a bit extreme where we're just totally against. And so, you know, like you said, maybe a little more uh, fantastical here as opposed to, uh, you know, what it could have been, I suppose. But yeah. definitely don't support that and don't support playing those type of bands at all. Yeah. Yeah, as far as I know, uh, Dizma doesn't have Craig anymore. It's just uh, three people now. But I don't know, you know, I just don't know of what their views are or how long they knew about this or what they were, or what they're doing now. As far as I know, they just got this whole full length out right now, and maybe that's it. So. Okay. Well. So, who knows? (laughs) Well, let's wrap this show up with this metal pick, and it is the band Los Antiguos which translates from Spanish to the ancients. If you go see pictures of these guys, you'll see why they, you know, maybe it's a little tongue-in-cheek on their part. Uh, I did some episodes over on Punganoid Worldwide about a bunch of South American bands. We both included some South American bands earlier on in this episode. And uh, I came across this band when I was playing bands from their, their native 
Argentina. Uh, they're from Buenos Aires. They were metal, though. Didn't quite fit what I was doing then, but I thought, you know what? I will get it over on SLC Punkcast during one of my metal picks. And so here it is, the band Los Antiguos. Uh, they put out their album, which is Madre Prohibida, and they put it out May 5th of 2015. And Madre Prohibida, it translates to Forbidden Wood. And the track name is La Culpa al Viento, which translates to Blame the Wind. So that is what we're going to listen to. We're going to listen to some Spanish metal coming out of Argentina. Let's get into it. Let's wrap up the show with Los Antiguos.
Copa al Viento. That is Los Antiguos. Cool band there coming out of Buenos Aires. I hope you enjoyed that. We are going to wrap up this show. Wrapped it up with some metal as we do. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and slcpunkcast.com. And I think I pointed out on the last episode, Google Play Music is turning into, I think it's YouTube Music, something like that. And you can find these bands on Instagram at Heretic Temple, at Mad underscore Sin underscore Official, at The Moors Horror, at NMA Thrashcore. That's for your ninja, mutantes, adolescentes. And then at X, Headcount X, because they're straight edge, at Funeral Funeral Dress underscore Official, at Disembodied Band, or Disembodied underscore Band, sorry. Uh, at Antiguos Oficial and at SLC Punkcast. Eric, I forgot to ask you, what'd you think of Los Antiguos? Los Antiguos had a bit of a stoner metal. A, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That kind of a doom that was going on to that uh, the basement nerdy side on there. Right. And yeah, the stoner aspect falls under that thing because. Honestly, when you're a when you're a kid, where else would you be smoking weed? In the <laughs> living room, <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah, it was some good stuff. I, I think the thing I loved the most about that were the guitars towards the towards the end, the uh, those ambient melodies that were coming through. I really enjoyed that. It's good stuff. That's the ancients <clears throat> out of Buenos Aires. Eric, where can we find you? We didn't talk much about Anonymous. Your release is still pretty pretty recent. Yeah, pretty recent. We still got some we still have some cassettes left and of course we will always have we will always have unlimited downloads for uh, $5 up on Bandcamp. Awesome. Uh, but yes, Anonymous. If you in case you forgot, you can find it on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. You can message us through there. You can message us on Facebook at anonymous SLC. If you want to get a hold of a, if you still want to get a hold of a cassette, if the digital format is not doing anything for you or if streaming is not doing anything for you, maybe try the physical, I guess. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you can uh, message me directly on Instagram. It's at scary uncle underscore Eric underscore S. LC. So yeah, you know where to find me. You know where to find the band. And if you feel so implied, just give us a give us a like. If anything, give us a follow. We like that stuff. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you find the rest of the bands on Facebook at Heretic Anthem, at Madsen Official, at NMA Thrashcore, at Funeral Dress Official, at Disembodied 666, at The Rabble Band, at Los Antiguos Oficial, and the show is at SLC Punkcast. I want to thank everybody for joining us for episode 181. It's good. Everything's good. World's good. I hope everybody's out there treating each other well. Things are starting to change uh, as far as lockdowns and shows and all of those type of things. Eric, you got any final thoughts as we uh, end episode 181? Well, just kind of uh, piggybacking on, uh, on what you were saying there. I hope that I hope that things start to get back to uh, a new kind of normal. 
right? I hope to uh, I hope to be attending more shows in the near future, and I hope to have a uh, yeah. I hope to have uh, things figured out by then, at least. That's more on a personal level. Not going to get into it here. <laughs> well, I'm with you. That's what I'm trying to do. That PMA, keep that positive mental attitude. Everything's good, everybody, and I hope it keeps getting better for you as well. That's it. That's all she wrote. Until the next one, this 181. Chris, play the fucking outro. Outro.